morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Happy and blessed Chinese New Year. As we come to the beginning of this Chinese New Year, I want to wish all of you a year filled with God's grace in this coming year. Let's come to the Lord in prayer as we come together to lift up our praises and worship unto Him and our thanksgiving to Him. Let us also consecrate and dedicate this coming year into His hand. Father, we want to thank You for Your faithfulness. We want to acknowledge that, O oh God, that our lives are in Your hand. And therefore, we come to You on this first day of Chinese New Year. We want to worship You, want to honour You, want to give You thanks for all that You have done for us in the past year. And also, we want to give thanks to You for the things that You are bringing into our lives, the blessings that You are bringing into our lives in this coming year. So we open our hearts to You. We ask that, O oh God, that would You pour into our lives the impartation of Your presence, not only today, but for the rest of this year, for ourselves, for our family, and for Your church and for Your people in this land. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I wish all of us, just now as I mentioned, a year of God's grace. A year of God's grace. I want to bring to us three uh, wishes, right? New Year, Chinese New Year wishes. According to the Chinese tradition, this is some of the things that we say to one another in order to proclaim, to declare what is to come in the coming year, on this first day of Chinese New Year. I like to first by greeting all of us. May the Lord grant you the desire of your heart. In the Chinese, uh, uh, greeting is called Xin Xiang Si Chen. Basically, it's whatever that is the desire of our heart, it shall be. But what about the heart? Because here we talk about that uh, granting us, the Lord granting us the desire of our heart. In Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 to 10. And it says that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. You know, we look at all, we look at the word of God that says that the heart, the human heart, is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked some more. Can you imagine that if everyone and every human being received this wish, uh, you know, it comes to pass that the, that, that the Lord will give us the desire of our heart, whatever that be our heart desire comes to pass. Wow, can you imagine what kind of world that we'll be living in? It will be chaos, isn't it? This world will be so chaotic this world will be in such turmoil that is beyond our imagination. Let's read Genesis chapter 8, verse 21. After Noah and the family came out from the ark, uh, after the flood has subsided, the great flood has subsided, this is what is recorded. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 21, And the Lord smelled a smoothing, a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. 
although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Again, after the flood, the most righteous of all family, you know, of mankind, survive. God has preserved them. And yet, God said these words about mankind, right? Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, even evil, even, you know, he was addressing this family, you know, the most righteous, upright family. And yet, this is the condition of man's heart, right? Then how do we enter into this blessing? Does it even make sense, right? If I, if I were to wish you, to may the Lord grant you the desire of your heart. Let's read Psalm 37, verse 3 to 5. And here we read, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desire of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He, will, he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring what to pass? The desire of your heart being granted as you desire it. Wow! What do we learn about these few verses? What is God's um, will in these few verses that we have uh, read? There are five things that we need to consider before we step into the reality of the desire of our heart coming to pass, coming to fruition. Number one, it says that trust in the Lord and do good. That means that in all our dealing, uh, in all our dealings, trust in the Lord. Means that in all our dealings, trust in the Lord simply means that whatever that we do, we consult God. We get His will. We get His idea. We, we hear from Him what is, what, is, what is right and what is not right. Trust in the Lord and do good simply means that we begin to trust His advice, trust His words. Trust what he says in all our dealings. Number two, he said that burn the land and feed on his faithfulness. Live our life based on the faithfulness of God. God is faithful. We always say that God is faithful. God is good all the time. And God is faithful to his words, to his promises. No, we can we can trust in God. We can we can lean on him because he is faithful. He, he, he's, not, he's, not, he's not going to bring us harm You know, when we begin to lean ourselves on Him But God's faithfulness is demonstrated in His covenant with mankind You see, the two scripture passages that, uh, reference that we have, uh, References that we have read just now from Jeremiah As well as from Genesis God sees through the heart of man And knows that the heart of man is uh, deceitful extremely wicked, exceedingly wicked, and uh, filled with evil. Even the imagination of man's heart oh, is evil from his youth. But yet God say, I will show you mercy. I will want to bless you. My dear friends, isn't it grace? Isn't that what we call grace? And God, for those of us who are desert stream, 
members, a family of Desert Stream, we, you have heard from, uh, from our sharing uh, in the past few weeks that God not only is a faithful God, but He went further. He did something to bind Himself in a covenant to mankind. They say, now I bow myself to you. I have, I have removed the option of being gracious, being faithful. I have bound myself to you to fulfill every promises that I have made to you in a covenant, in a covenantal relationship. That's how faithful God is. Feed on His faithfulness. Lead our lives. Live our lives. Live our lives based on the faithfulness of God. Trusting God is faithful in a covenantal relationship. When we talk about covenantal relationship, it means that there are two parties to the covenant and both parties have their obligation. Receiving faithfulness of God is unconditional, but it does not mean that we have no responsibility because it comes to us in a covenantal relationship, you see. Those of us who have been uh, following our, our, our sermon uh, series will understand this very well. It is not a condition that God uh, show His faithfulness, His grace to us, but for us to continue to live, to dwell in the land, you know, dwell in the land of what? Dwell in the land of God's promises, dwell in the good land that the Lord has uh, given to us. That's number two. Number three, delight yourself also in the Lord. Take joy. Take joy in pleasing God in our lives. During Chinese New Year, you know, a lot of things are customary done as far as our culture is concerned, like gambling, like drinking, alcohol, and all the rest of it. Uh, we derive joy out of it, right? For some reason, we derive joy out of it. There's kind of excitement, friends, friends get together and things like that. So we, we, we do not, we do not, we do not reject, we do not deny that those things are fun things uh, that we can do. But the source of our joy, of our delight, must be because that we please God so much and God pour out the supernatural joy and delight into our heart. Delight yourself also in the Lord. Number three. Number four. Commit your way to the Lord. Commit means surrender. Right? Commit all that you do. Commit your business. Commit your year of 2021. Commit your family, your children. Commit your health, the health of your family and of your children and of your family members into the Lord. Commit this whole situation that we are faced with in the current pandemic. Commit already then number fifth thing is to trust also in, in Him. You see, it's quite easy for Christians to say, I commit, lah. I commit my life, I, I commit everything to the Lord. Lah. After committing, uh, a lot of us, uh, we surrender already, we are not willing to let go. We commit already, we, not, we are not willing to let go because we still want to be in control. Why do we have that need? The next thing is the psalmist says, trust also in Him. Trust means lean on Him. You commit already, let go. Lah. Right? A lot of us, we commit, we don't let go. We commit means that, it doesn't mean that we have no responsibility, you see. Commit means that God have your say. God 
you are the boss. Jesus, you are the Lord of all my life, every part of my life. I commit. Number 15, I trust you. Trust you enough what? Let go. I'm not in control. You tell me how to do it. If you tell me to go east, I feel that it is a better idea to go west. I will not argue with you. If you, if you lead me to do things in a particular way, well, I am not too sure. You know, I've never gone this way before. I commit means I let go. You and I commit our children to the Lord, our family members. When the Lord begins to lead them, let the Lord lead them. Don't interfere. Encourage them. Walk with them. Work with the Lord. Work together with Him for your children's future. Your business, you commit your business, your whatever investment, livelihood. And the Lord begin to lead you in this particular way. Don't interfere, but cooperate with God. Now, Lord, what should I do next? Now, what should I do now? Uh, do not interfere. Do not hold on to it. Five things. Trust in the Lord in all our decisions. Lean on Him. Number two, feed on His faithfulness. Stand on His covenant. Stand on His promises. Number three, delight yourself in the Lord. Make pleasing God your primary, your primary source of joy and delight. Number four, commit your way, everything that you do. Surrender everything you do into the hands of the Lord. Number five, let go. Right? Let go. And He shall bring it to pass. So I wish you, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, may the Lord grant you the desire of your heart. Number two, I wish you, may God's blessing descend on your doorstep. Right? May God's manifold blessings descend on your doorsteps. The Chinese has this, bless, uh, uh, this wish of five blessings. Wu Fu Ling Men. That means that the five blessings will descend upon your door. What are the Chinese five blessings? Number one blessing, first blessing is long life. Long life, you know, you, you know life when it is long, it is not enjoyable, it is only suffering. Right? So comes the second blessing, wealth. You have the Chinese understanding of wealth is not just money. Uh, contrary to popular belief, right? uh, Chinese understanding of wealth is that you have enough to eat, you can dress well, you have, you have no lack, uh, you have no lack. Uh, that is wealth, okay? That is wealth. But just having physical things is not sufficient. What about our, you know, our spirit, soul, and body? So comes the third blessing, health and peace. Health is our physical well-being. Peace is our spiritual and our emotional well-being. So this third blessing, health and peace, or in Chinese called Kang Ning. Kang means healthy, Ning means peace, you know, uh, tranquility that comes through the spirit and the soul. Just by having all this seems to be very self-centered, huh? Focus on me, me, me only, uh, my, my, my only. So comes the fourth blessing, virtues. Actually, it's, um, the, the, the Chinese blessing is called Hao De, Hao means that not only virtues, 
not only uh, morality and all that, but a nature that inclines to goodness. It speaks of good relationship, harmonious family relationship. Okay, in dealing with others, with another person, it is always in uprightness, a virtuous dealing. In business, in relationship, it's always demonstrating uprightness. So it is a nature that inclines to goodness. And there's very good blessings in it. The fifth blessing is a good end, right? It's a good end. The way the person walks through this life, when it comes to the end of his life or her life, there will be a good ending. All right? It will be people will remember this person in a, in a, in a favorable way, right? Appreciate the life of this person. So, this is a Chinese five blessing. Wonderful. From the moment the person is born until the person's uh, walk to the end of his or her life, now that's it. That is, this is a full package. But what to suggest to, to us that for those of us who come to Jesus, who believe in Jesus, Jesus is the source of all blessings. Jesus is a source of multifold blessings, manifold blessings. Right? It does not only five, but there are so many of them. Let us look at some of them. You see, this blessing, his name is Jesus, stands at your door and knock. Right? In Revelation chapter, Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 to verse 21. And it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne. As I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Jesus stands at your door and my door and knock. The door of our heart, the door of our lives, the door of our lives, the door of our year 2021. He says that if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him, come into him and dine with him and he with me. We need to open the door. We need to allow Jesus to be involved in our life. We want to, we want the blessing to come upon us in this 2021. We need to allow Jesus to be involved in all that we do in order that blessing will come. God's blessing will come to us. And he said, I will come into him and dine with him. Last night, Chinese New Year reunion dinner was never like this before. And now we have this so much restriction, but nonetheless, it is a custom, in the, in the Chinese custom, for family to eat together in, in peace, in harmony, in joy, and sometimes also in reconciliation. So when Jesus says, I will come in and dine with you, simply means that I will be friend with you. You know that we've been talking about covenant, one of the very essential um, uh, expression of covenant is eating together. When Jesus said, I will come in and dine with you, Jesus is saying that I will be in a covenantal relationship with you. I will come into covenantal commitment to you. What I have, you also have. What you have, I take it with me. 
Jesus has overcome the world. Jesus has overcome death. Jesus has overcome the works of darkness. And he says, To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my Father on his throne. Jesus is saying that my overcoming victory, I share with you. You sit with me, you dine with me, you come into the covenantal relationship with me. What I have, you can also have. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The next thing is that Jesus gives eternal and abundant life. The five blessings that the Chinese talk about, uh, talks about life uh, on, on this earth. But this is what the Word of God says in John 3, 16. John 3, verse 16 to verse 17. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in, in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. That's life after death. That's life after our journey on earth. That's eternal life. That is, that is even this isn't it great? It is, it is, no, we, we spend a much longer time in eternity, isn't it? Huh? Than our life here on, on earth. And now that is guaranteed. Jesus said that, I will give it to you. Get that life that you can have it, you can live in my presence, you can sit with me, you can sit with the Father, you can sit in victory, you can sit in the overcoming position for eternity, my dear friends. John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they, they, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Not only life in eternity, but life on earth. Jesus says, I will give it to you in a more abundant way. You see, as I mentioned just now, that long life on earth uh, alone, uh, if it's filled with difficulties, challenging, suffering, it is no joy. It is not a blessing. But long life on earth, it is filled with abundance in every sense of the word. In the physical sense, in relationship, in emotional uh, well-being, in our spiritual uh, health, in our physical health, wow, that is an enjoyable life, isn't it? That is a life worth living. With purpose, right? With purpose and also uh, with a clear sense of destiny. Next, Jesus is the fulfillment of all God's promises. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, and it says that for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through Him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So you see, God has made so many promises. And as I mentioned just now, that He bound Himself in a covenant with us. He said, I have, I'm not giving myself any option. There is no turning in God. Whatever I promise, I will do for you. This is my covenant with you. As you understand covenant, on the other side of covenant, which is us, right? We have our obligation. We have our responsibility. Blessing may be knocking on the door. How do we open the door? We, get, we say to Jesus, Jesus, 
I'm committed to this covenant relationship. Meaning, whatever obligation that has been laid down in this covenant, obligation to worship you, obligation to love you, to, to enjoy your love actually, is part of our covenant obligation, you know. The God said that you delight in the Lord. Huh? Delight in the Lord is part of the covenantal obligation. Our God is not a, you know, it's not a no fun, cute, joy God. No. He's, he's, he said that you, your obligation is to, is to take delight. Take delight. Enjoy my presence. Enjoy my love. Sometimes we don't spend enough time enjoying God's presence, enjoying God's love. And God said that is part of the covenantal obligation to obey Him and all the rest of this. Now that is our obligation. That is the act of opening up the door for Jesus to come in. And then, blessing, manifold blessing will truly descend upon us. I pray, I pray that the Lord's manifold blessing will descend on your doorsteps. But the rest is up to you. Do you want to open the door? How do you open the door? You say to Jesus, Jesus, I'm committed to my covenantal relationship with you. I'm committed to my covenantal obligation. Number three. Number three blessing. I wish all of you that you will enjoy grace. In grace, be blessed. Receive grace and be blessed. Receive whenever God's grace abounds, there is God's blessing. Whenever we come into God's grace, it always follows by God's blessing, you see. Receive grace is equivalent to receive blessing. Now that's how God works, right? When our hearts are transformed by the Holy Spirit, when then God will then give us the desire of our heart. See? When this heart is right, the desire of God's bless, uh, of, uh, the blessing of uh, uh, having the desire of our heart will come upon us. We look at the words just now in Psalm 37, verse 3 to 5. For He loves us, He wants the best for us. That's grace. Even this heart, who is, which is not perfect, which is uh, exceedingly wicked. This is what God's words say. Huh? Deceitful all the time. Even the imagination of man's heart is filled with wickedness. Even this heart, God can change it, can transform it, something that you and I cannot do. I can't change other people's heart. I can't change even my own heart by my own sheer strength and determination. I can probably suppress whatever that is ungodly inside me for a little while, but I can't change it. But the Holy Spirit can. We've been talking about this last year, talking about transformation. Those of us who are uh, with, uh, 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 in the uh, Desert Stream family, we're talking about transformation. That God can do something that we cannot do. When our heart is transformed, then the blessing will come. See, hearts being transformed 
is the grace of God. When that heart is transformed, the blessing of having the desire of our heart being granted will come upon us. Receive grace, equivalent to receive blessing. When we experience the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we will experience the fulfillment of God's covenantal blessing. When Jesus walks with us, we will walk into the land of God's promises, our promised land. My dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, often we, when Christians gather together, we, we, we speak God's blessing to one another, we speak beautiful words from the Scriptures. But you see, our Christian life is not just uh, speaking about Jesus correctly, but living our life correctly with Jesus in us. Jesus is not just some nice words that we can speak of. Christianity is not just made up of a whole lot of nice slogans and cliché. Christianity is for the living. In the year of 2021, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, May I suggest to us that allow Jesus to come into our life and walk with us. Walking with us means that every day in our life we involve Jesus. We involve Him in our decision making. We involve Him in our thinking. We meditate on His words. We involve Him in our relationship, in our major investment decision, in our ministry by talking to Him, praying to Him. To know His heart, to know what is His will, what He has in store for us and our household, both our family and the household of God. And even for this world that we are living in, that we might pray according to His heart. Get Him involved. Allow Jesus to be involved with your life and my life. That's what it means to walk with Jesus. When we walk with Him, we will not go wayward our life will be guided that we will walk and continue to walk into the land of God's promises that will continue to walk in our promised land wishing all of you a year of God's grace bountiful grace amazing grace flourishing and overcoming grace in your life. Amen.